Hey, what's up? It's your girl Patch. I mean, not your girl. I'm not anyone's girl. I'm my girl. <laughs> okay, I didn't plan that. I don't even. <laughs> Never mind. Anyway, it's a semi planned episode because I've thought of this for weeks. Okay, not weeks, like the one and a half. But I was a little bit busy with work and life and stuff that I wasn't able to get around it. But now that we're alone, once again, I thought of, you know, trying to record something and a really quick episode, I think, depends unless I overtalk again. Haha. <laughs> so, I know some of my friends were expecting like a follow-up episode of the February, Sunday the 14th, um, that in which I'm going to talk about dating and and a bit more story time about relationships uh, that I got into and relationships uh, that my friends got into <laughs> but maybe for another time cuz this one's a bit recent so I'm not sure if I have said in any episode about uh the publishing house where my book was published would be closing real soon and it's another thing that i have to and it's frustrating because i f- i felt like i was just starting i feel like i'm still starting i mean i only had one book published under them and i've been writing since 2011 and yeah that's not that long it's a bit like what a decade or something but the thing was around 2011, 2012 to 13, a lot of Wattpad writers have been getting published. And I, in the most proud, self absorbed way that you probably think this is, I thought that I was good enough to follow in their footsteps. Because I had friends who kept on telling me that my stories were interesting and there will be a time that I'm going to get published. And at that time, I really thought that after finishing one novel on Wattpad, or a couple even, it would get someone's attention. Thing was, I thought of it too much. And maybe it wasn't my time. And then I realized maybe I'm not yet that good write something intricate something that's gonna blow someone away so when I took up literature I was actually still finding my writing style and I didn't even know anything about writing style I just called it the author's voice that's how I used to call it before I learned things and I was still copying Rick Riordan and Suzanne Collins at the most but then of course, later on, I, I found out, I found out that we all have different writing styles, and it's not something you can just easily learn from from your classes. You're gonna develop it at some point, and I developed it around my third year, I guess. I mean, that was a start, and then I just kept on writing until it got a bit more polished, and I don't know. It just got to the point where my friends saw an anonymous story that I wrote, and they were like, Haha, that's you. And I'm like, what? Yeah, that's you. 
I read it and it sounds like you. And I was like, I don't, I don't even know what you're talking about. And they're like, yeah, you do. Read it and you'd know it's you. And I was like, I wrote it so I know it's mine. So that's different, <laughs> but thanks. And then more and more stories, they're like, yeah, it, it sounds so much like you. That's you. And when you start to hear that, when people start to recognize your own voice through your writing, you know that you've developed your own writing style at that point. But even then, I, I'm not sure if I just didn't have the guts to pursue my own writing, or I was just that scared that I decided on being that person behind the scenes because that that was all that i did i supported people from behind the scenes my friends who are writers i would be their beta reader of some sort i would read their stories or check their stories and see if it's any good or if they should change something i was their editor of some sort and for a while, yeah, I enjoyed that. I really enjoyed helping my friends. But I was so focused on helping every other person that I guess I started to neglect my own. I wasn't focusing on any of my personal projects. I just kept on saying, I'm going to work on that. I'm going to work on that. But I wasn't working on it. I wasn't doing anything. I had a freaking black book. A black notebook, large notebook for that matter, filled with concepts and there were like sample lines, character descriptions. I was already building characters and stories and a world even. But I was so caught up in my friends' lives, in their own projects, that I wasn't even trying that hard. I thought that at some point it's just gonna happen. And I was wrong. And I only realized that lately. So I created this writing circle of friends, which I've already mentioned as far as I know. Uh, Caffeinated Moonchild, where we write um, fan fictions and... And the likes. So we're not gonna write fan fictions forever. I mean possibly, but that's not gonna be the only thing that we'd write. We want we also have personal projects that we wanted to work on. So that was what we wanted to try because a friend of mine offered us a good opportunity for us to do that. So I gathered the two and told them about the opportunity and maybe we should try it. And being a bit of an organized person that I am, I like my files organized. I like setting personal deadlines because I think it helps me. I It helps push me to finish something because without the deadlines, I tend to procrastinate. And I'm not even going to lie about that. I'm not going to deny it. I... I'm a procrastinator and a cramming queen at most, <laughs> so I know my mistakes. So we were supposed to finish a synopsis and three chapters before we can send our manuscripts in. 
for review and I was able to gather them and fix things but last week was the deadline for our first chapter and I just crashed like two days before our deadline I crashed uh, I saw an article of my friend being featured and I'm really proud of her she's really good um, my friend's Kay her name's Kay and she's really amazing I mean the way she writes personality wise I, I have no problem with her but that feature kind of reminded me of the things that I said I wanted to achieve and have yet to achieve at this point and I've been working for almost five years under one famous um, company I've worked with so many things with them but then I realized back in my back at my first job yeah I was I was a writer but it took how many stories before I was given a chance and I get that I was like a newbie for them but I was always supporting the writers there and I never really had a ch chance to shine on my own they never like took a chance at me or made me grow they taught me things yeah but they weren't giving me opportunities to to explore so at my second job it was really a behind the scenes kind of a job so it's not really something that made me put myself out there as well and it wasn't kind enough to give me room to write on my own because it was taking up so much of my time that every free time that I get I'd rather rest so then again I ended up with nothing so now with the kinder job that gives me time to write for myself I was able to start writing with my friends with the circle of course and it was it's fun it really is fun and I'm thankful that they were able to stand by me around that time when I was doubting myself I was really swallowed by self-doubt and stuff that I was so close to quitting I was seriously scrapping paragraphs after paragraphs and having nothing to replace them with I'm like I don't like this I don't like the sound of this 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 seems like trash this is crap what the fluff is this and yet I have nothing better to replace it with it was just getting shorter and shorter and not moving at all but my friends were a bit kind of snapped at them <laughs> I kind of snapped at them and that wasn't my proudest moment but they handled it well they were like cut the crap just tell us what you want us to do what do you want from us do you need the support do you need this do you need that uh, if you can't finish it on the deadline you could just keep on working on it and the next week but you know this week we're supposed to turn in our 
second chapter because we plan to send it at the end of the month. So I didn't have time because if I'm going to extend writing chapter one, I wouldn't have time to write chapter two and finish it today. Uh, we're supposed to workshop it tomorrow, so at most, before the workshop meeting, we're supposed to be done. So we could have read each other's chapters and we could give our own comments, which is how we do things. Because uh, it gives us a good sense of where we're at, what we need to improve on and stuff. So I really wanted to do this with them. And I've been actually dragging some of my other friends for it. And I'm like, you know what, guys, we should do this. We should work on stuff like this, blah, blah, blah. And they're like, sure. Sure, sure. And I'm like, yeah. Because in all honesty, we're supposed to do this together. And we're going to keep on trying. Uh, that's the thing. Sometimes our mind gets the best of us, and we just stop trying. And I'm guilty of that. There are times that when my mind gets to me too much, I just stop. I'm like, you know what, never mind. You know what, I give up. And you know what, you shouldn't. I shouldn't. None of us shouldn't. When our mind gets the best of us, I... We have very different coping mechanisms, and for me, it's more on dwell on it a bit, and then drag yourself out of it. That's my thing. And for a while, I did dwell on it. I was like, you know what? <laughs> this is crap. I don't even want to look at it. I was like that. And then, I don't know what really got me back. That before the day that we had to workshop it, I was able to finish my chapter. I would I don't even know how that happened. I was even surprised when I was like, "Oh my god, I'm done. I'm done." Cuz they saw my outline. I have this outline on the Google Sheets. Like in every cell uh every row is a different chapter and with every cell I put a specific scene. So a whole row is one chapter and it has like a detailed scene by scene cut so i highlight every scene that i'm done writing and i i was just surprised the time that i had to highlight the last cell for chapter one and i was like oh my god i'm done holy crap i was so surprised i was like that's what i get for trying i i was able to finish the chapter because i tried and it was the most warm feeling that I had that I was able to finish something that isn't fan fiction. And I was like, back to how I felt when I was writing my first book. And that was when I realized, you know what? I may not be on top right now, but I'm on the road to it. I may not be a big name in the future, but I'm going to try and get my, my stories out there because that's what I set out to do. I was set on publishing books and sharing my stories because I think they're interesting. I mean, these are things that I think would be a good addition to shelves. 
<laughs> that sounds self-absorbed, but that's what we do. We don't write to be just one book out there. We write because we think this story deserves to be on that shelf because it's a story that I don't know, meant to be told. And I may not always write about romance, which is something that I know a lot of people would appreciate. But I have a I have a bank of stories. I I normally write paranormal and supernatural. I think I got a bit of that because of my fascination with Edgar Allan Poe. And with the mix of Rick Ryer, then I'm more into mythologies and stuff. So I just like writing for that genre a bit more. Because sometimes when I try to write something more mundane, more romancy. They said that I sound too serious. That's the thing, uh, according to my friends. And sometimes I feel like my style is stiff. But we all have our writing styles. And yeah, I do plan on writing some slice of life romance some sometime. And I do have plans on my next physically published book. And I've been writing it for quite a while now. I've just hit the third chapter though. I mean, I have the bullets down, but it's a very hard book to write because it triggers a memory that I actually want to forget. Because at a certain point, it becomes hurtful rather than comforting. And with the book, it's a double-edged sword. I want to take slow on writing it because I want to savor the memories. But at the same time, I just want it over and done with so I can start forgetting it. Because the moment I finish writing that and have it published, it's me basically saying it's it's time to let go of things that would never happen. And to my friends who I've shared my stories with, they know which book I'm talking about. And it's just one of the many. There are a lot of stories in my life that I want to I want to tell because I want them immortalized and yet buried. So the moment I have them in a book, I'm kind of like done with them. Like, like this one. I have, I actually have like two books that are like that and one would be my first love and second one would be, I'd like to call that as my great, greatest love, <laughs> but yeah. I plan to write them as my way of moving on from them because I think it's time for me to share that story in my life and finally just walk far from it. Other than that, I think I'm good. <laughs> and it's not just me. Um, with Caffeinated Moonchild, I created like 
a bin. Like we have our Google Drive and I created like folders for each of us. And I created bins for everyone. <clears throat> for the three of us basically. For us to write any concept that we'd want to develop and just put it in that bin. So we could look back and if we ever no, not if we ever once we finish this first book that we're working on, we're gonna go back to the bin and like, okay, what's next? It's easier that way. So, yeah. And I know I'm not the only one struggling. I know the other two are struggling as well. I mean, we've been talking about it for the past days about how we're having these self-doubts, how we're worried if we're gonna finish or if we can handle it and things like that. And it gets to us for a bit, but I'm just glad that this group has a good support uh, attitude. We support each other, we help each other get through things. And you know what? I'm happy to have them as friends. And I know they're struggling as well, but I know that they have the potential and the talent to go far. It's new. It's new to their feeling. I mean, it's new for me too. But their frustration is that this would be their first book. This would be my second. And it won't be physically published. But it's the second book that I've been working on. And I really want to have a good follow-up. Because the thing is, everyone thinks I only write the fluffy story. Because Garden of Sunflowers is like autumn game. And... You don't need very intricate descriptions. You just have to show what's going on. It wasn't even descriptive. It was just like, she did this, she did that, he said this, that. It's more on their, the interaction. It's more on dialogues and how the character or the reader would react to what the guys are doing. The thing is, even some of my quote-unquote friends think that, ah... So that's how she writes. Sure. That's not how I write. If you write with me online, if you roleplay with me online, then you'd know how I write. And I guess that's my other frustration, is I want a follow-up so bad so I could show how I actually write. A novel. Not a choose-your-own-path novel. A mother-freaking novel. So yeah, it's been weighing on me for a while, but you know what? We're doing good and we're gonna keep trying, so don't worry about it. And hopefully, I will be able to share this over summer. Summer would be the latest uh, period of time that I... (laughs) get to share more specific details about the book that I'm working on. Other than that, it's a secret because I really don't want to jinx it at all. I'm not even sharing the title or what's it about, but I've let in a few people, mostly the people that I actually trust, and I do need a few opinions every now and then, so I do ask them. So that's that's that. Uh... I, oh, I normally have like, 
yeah, I don't really have like a moral lesson of the story at the end of my episodes and stuff. For now, keep trying. The girls and I are trying to achieve our dreams of ever getting published, of ever getting your stories out there. Whatever your dream is, I hope you're taking one step at a time forward towards your dream, okay? Not backwards. Walk towards it. I guess that's the only moral lesson of this episode. Because <laughs> you only get few chances. Sometimes when certain opportunities have passed, they don't come back. And sometimes you're not even sure if there's going to be a next one. So take every opportunity you get. Alright? I guess it's time to end this and I'm not even sure. My parents are probably going to arrive. I still have chores. I'm going to get some coffee. Yes, I already had coffee, but we're going to get for more. And courtesy of the chicken. <laughs> anyway, never stop dreaming. Always keep trying. It's gonna be hard. Your mind's gonna get the best of you. But cope with it. And never run from it. Just make your coping mechanism something that, you know what, I'm gonna eat fries today. Something like that. My mind's being a bitch. Let me eat some fries. Let me get something to drink. I'm gonna call my friends. I'm gonna buy some food anything. I'm gonna play some games. Just unwind. That doesn't mean your dream has hit rock bottom. There's still a chance for it if you actually look at the right places. Because sometimes they're not gonna present themselves to you. They're only gonna show themselves if you start looking. Life's not gonna hand you things on a silver platter. Opportunities in life is like a good game, a long game, a good long game of hide and seek. You gotta seek or they'll forever hide, so go get it, tiger. And once again, this is Patch. Patch out.